Hey, good morning. My name's Aaron Middleton. I'm the lead pastor here at River Rock Church in the Nazarene. We want to welcome you to church this morning. And to all you moms out there, we want to say happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for all you do. If we were all together, I'd have you stand. We'd give you a clap. We'd hug. We would do all we could to say thank you to you. But today, when we're apart, we want you to know that we are thinking about you and we appreciate all that you have done. Thank you, and happy Mother's Day. Few quick announcements today as we get going. Number one, I wanna let you know that next Sunday morning, your board through, your church board through prayer, through discussion, and through looking at what we can and can't do, we have decided that Sunday, May 17th, will be our first service back together face-to-face -to -face since the COVID-19 has started. We are doing an outdoor service. We're asking you to grab your family, bring your lawn chairs. We're gonna have social distancing with families. You can bring a blanket for people to sit on the ground if they would like. But we are doing an outdoor service right here at the church. It may be um, over at the school. It may be out front. We will let you know more on Tuesday morning. I will give you all that information. I'll be sending out an announcement via Facebook Live. I'll be sending out an email. But on Tuesday, you will get the information and the logistics. But what I'm asking you to do is to continue to pray for your board and for myself as we continue to make these tough decisions on how we can move forward in a safe manner, given the social distancing and all the requirements that are put out by our governor and by our state. So thank you for that, but continue to be in prayer, and I can't wait to see you next Sunday morning. Grab your children, grab the coffee, grab your chairs, come on down to the church. Couple other things I wanna remind you of. Number one, Facebook Live this Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on River Rock Church of the Nazarene. My wife and I, Stephanie and I, we will be going live, and we wanna be praying for you and your prayer requests. We wanna be praying for the church. We wanna be praying for the Holy Spirit to move. Join us at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live Wednesday night as Steph and I go live and want to be praying for you and for our church. And let's do a prayer night and let's join together, come together. As it says in Hebrews, what we're planning on doing next Sunday, what we're doing right now, let's not stop meeting together. Let's continue doing the work. Let's continue to be strong. Let's continue to lean in and pray. So that's Wednesday night, seven o'clock. I also want to remind you, if you are a regular attender of our church, or if the Holy Spirit's working on you and is leaning in on you, I want you to remember to go to riverrocknaz.com and you can click the donate tab and you can give, you can tithe, you can give your offering, you can give back as, as God has called us to do. Our ministries continue to work, continue to go. Youth group is happening, small groups are happening, Sunday morning's happening. We are continuing the ministry of the church. But in order to do that, we need you to continue to do what God has told us to do and to be obedient to him. He says he'll bless us. I challenge you. I challenge you to give as God has called us to give. With that, we are going to continue on this morning. We are going to continue on worshiping God our Savior, honoring mothers, and leaning in to hear what the Holy Spirit has for us. Will you join with me in worship? Let's go.
Well, it's finally happened. You've moved out. You're on your own. Congratulations. But everyone still needs a little help sometimes. Mom, have you seen my wallet? It's in your back pocket. No, I checked there. Your other back pocket, dear. Ah, thanks, Mom. Introducing the Mom Personal Assistant, the only smart speaker device with all the wisdom, caring, and sage advice of a mother. Mom, please call Brad. Honey, I'm just not sure he's right for you. Just call him. Okay, calling Ryan. No, Mom, I said call Brad. Trust me. The Mom PA always has your best interests in mind. Wish me luck, Mom. Big interview today. Did you eat breakfast? Uh... Is that what you're wearing? Wait, what? <laughs> Did you even shower? She's there to provide a helping hand whenever you need it. Mom, set a timer for 40 minutes. Mom? The mom personal assistant won't function until you say the magic word. Oh, right. Mom, please set a timer for 40 minutes. Sure thing, hon, but it's only 30 minutes for that dish. The mom PA is always correct and basically knows everything. Mom, what setting should I use for this laundry? Mom, do you think I should color my hair? Hey, mom, can you please order mac and cheese? You still have two boxes. What? No, we're out. Did you look? Yeah, I just looked. It's gone. Do you want me to look? Uh, no, no, it's okay. I'll go look again. Try looking with your eyes this time. Based on God's perfect design, the mom personal assistant is thoughtful, kind, encouraging, and supportive. You are beautiful. It's okay. You're gonna get through this. I am so proud of you. You can change the world. But right now, hon, you really need to change your socks because they smell like a dumpster. Ugh, mom. The mom personal assistant. Always helpful, always reliable, and always there for you. Good morning, friends. It is Mother's Day, and so if you haven't yet said Happy Mother's Day, um, I love you, thank you, to your mom or to any of the women um, in your life, now is a good time to do that. Um, text them, call them, make sure you say Happy Mother's Day. One more thing we want to make sure to do, we missed a few weeks ago saying Happy Birthday to one of our River Rockies, so Gibson, Happy, happy Birthday! birthday. Um, and anybody else that we might have missed, we'll make sure to say Happy Birthday to you too. Today is Mother's Day, and there are lots of women in the Bible that we can learn from. There are moms, there are some who are not moms, um, there are some that have we remember for the good things that they did, um, we remember Mary, and we remember Elizabeth, we remember their faith. Um, we can learn from some of the women who sinned. Sapphira um, and uh, Herodias, we can learn from them too. And we can learn from um, the women who sinned and we were shown their faith with Tamar and Rahab. Um, all these women we can learn from. Why don't you read us our Bible verse today is from Exodus. Go ahead. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long time in the land the Lord your God is giving, giving you. One of the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother, 
we're going to probably come back to this in a couple of weeks on Father's Day. But, do you know what honor means? Do you guys know what honor means? What do you think? I, I do, but I don't know how to explain <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of a big word. Honor is to respect something, to put a lot of value and importance in something. Um, so we respect um, other people, we respect belongings, we take good care of them, we show um, that we appreciate them. Moms and other women, we can learn a lot from. Um, okay, Chris, why don't you go grab the, hand, the purse over there. In Proverbs, Santa Solomon, who was like the wisest man, he wrote down, he was actually David's son, King David. Um, Solomon is King David's son. And Solomon wrote down um, a book of Proverbs, a book of his wisdoms. One of the things that he said, that he wrote down for us, if you remember where it goes. Doo, 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 doo. I forgot to write it down. Oh, nope, that's not it. It says to, re to um, follow the wisdom of your uh, father and your mother. Oh, here it is, verse number eight. My son, listen to your father's advice. Don't turn away from your mother's teaching. What they teach you will be like a beautiful crown on your head. So when we think about what our parents teach us, what our mothers teach us, there's a place that you probably wouldn't have thought of, and that is a mom's purse. A mom's purse holds amazing things. Um, if you ask a mom for a band-aid, she'll probably have it. You ask her for a pen, she'll probably have it. You can ask a mom for almost anything, and she will probably have it in the magic purse. It's not really magic, but it feels that way sometimes. So what can we learn from things in a mom's purse? Let's find out. What can we find inside the purse? That, that was attached, I think that was. Yeah. What about some of those other things? A book. All right, let's come back to the book. Yeah, we can talk about the book. This one is actually an electronic book. Um, but a lot of times moms will have um, their phone or um, a book that they can read, they can um, have with them at all times whenever they're waiting. Um, but a book can remind us that God's words are the most important words for us to remember. And when we spend time with God, when we read his words, we're spending time with him and we're learning more about him. What else is in a mom's bag? Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer, other than just washing our hands and keeping things, can remind us that we will sin. We all do that. Um, but when we sin, when we confess our sins, when we ask for forgiveness, God will cleanse our heart. He will make us clean again. So our hand sanitizer reminds us to ask for forgiveness and to be made clean. Also, if you have a cut on your hand, uh, wash your hands instead of using hand sanitizer. Soap and water. Soap and water is awesome. Just doesn't fit in the bag very well. What else? Tissues. Tissues. Tissues are excellent to have. Have a runny nose. Need to pick up something. You don't want to touch it. But tissues can also remind us that 
we're going to cry in life. There's going to be good times. There's going to be sad times. But God is always with us, no matter what. In the good times and the bad times, when we're crying, God is with us. He loves us. What else can we find in a mom's bag? Lip balm. Yeah. <laughs> lip balm. This one's not lipstick. This is lip balm. Lip balm is a good reminder that it's our lips, right? Yeah. Our lips are in our mouth. Our, word, our words come from our mouth. And words are really important. What we say makes a difference, whether we are encouraging people or whether we're using hurtful words. So lip balm reminds us to have kind and encouraging words. And we can talk about Jesus, and that's really important. What keys. else? Ah, keys. To the car. Keys. These ones are keys to the house and, and the car. But keys can remind us that we need to be ready to go wherever God wants us to go and to be ready to do the jobs that he has for us, whether they're at our house, or whether there's someplace else. We need to be ready to listen to God and go when he calls us to. What else do we have in there? A wallet. A wallet. Wallets are pretty important. Because um, you Especially know what? if you have to pay for something. If you have to pay for something. You put important things in wallets. You put money in wallets. Sometimes you have credit cards. And you have, I have my driver's license. It's called my ID. And that's really important to have. You know what? A wallet is a lot like our heart. We put important things in our heart. Um, we keep them there that are very special to us. And God wants to, make, wants to have Him be the most important thing in our heart. If we let money be the most important thing, then we forget about God, and that's not as good. If we put um, other people's opinions of ourselves or other people's opinions of us as more important than God, that's not as good either. So our wallet reminds us to put the most important thing in our heart, and that needs to be God. Yeah. Anything else in there? One more thing. One more thing in there? Uh, oh, what is this? A mirror. a mirror. This one. This one is a mirror. And this mirror, although we can kind of check ourselves out and make sure we're looking good, <laughs> the mirror can remind us that we want to reflect Jesus. We want the people around us to see Jesus. We want to show off his character and his attributes. That's who he is. We want to show his love to other people. We want to show um, that he is the most important and we want other people to see him in us. Pretty cool stuff in a mom's bag. Alright, so I want to um, remind us our Bible verse to honor your father and your mother. And today is a really good day to take time to stop and think about ways that we can show honor and respect to our moms and the other people in our life that are important to us. Yeah, so we can um, show honor by being thankful, we can show honor by giving them a gift, or maybe giving them our time. Um, we can show honor by listening and obeying. The first time our mom says to pick up your clothes, 
<laughs> or maybe offering to help out. That is a really good way of showing that you honor and respect them. Um, and you know what? Praying for your moms. That is a good way to show that you honor them because you want to, um, you want them to know that you love them and are talking to God for them. Um, let's see, anything else that you can think of? Well, I want to just say a quick prayer, and then we will continue with our morning's uh, worship, and we will have music, and we'll be hearing from, pa um, I think we're going to hear from Pastor Aaron's mom. Yeah? Mm, pretty cool. All right, let's say a quick prayer. Dear God, thank you so much that you love us and you have given us our moms and the other um, mom people in our life who love us and who care for us and who can teach us. Help, help us to honor them uh, and to help us to tell them and show them how much we love them. Please be with us the rest of this day. And we do thank you for all of the good gifts you've given to us. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have a good rest of the morning and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and uh, those that are pseudo moms filling in for uh, for those that need a mom. We just wish you the best day and we're excited to worship with you today. Wanted to encourage you from Proverbs 17, 22. It says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. God wants to refresh us today in worship, and I just encourage you to jump right in today. Uh, let's just pray. God, you are awesome, and we just thank you, Lord, that despite all of the things that are surrounding us, God, the chaos, the confusion, Lord, I just pray right now, God, as we just focus our hearts upon you, God, that we will be hopeful, Lord, for tomorrow, hopeful for today, God, that you have good things for us, for our families, for this church, and we just stand on your promises today, God. The truth of your word, God, the promises of your word, they are good and refreshing and good medicine for our soul, Lord. We love you, Jesus, and we just welcome you into our praise, into our worship. We just offer all that we are in thanksgiving to you today, God. You're a good, good father, a good, good God, and we just love you.
Oh 
Thank you, Clint. What a time of worship. I love being able to worship. I love being able to pour my heart out to God himself. I love being able to praise him for all he's done and crying out to him and saying, God, continue to do your work. As we talk about a prayer night, God, enlarge my territory. Bless me. We know he will. We know he'll continue to work in us. Now today, again, it's Mother's Day. And who better to speak on Mother's Day than an actual mother? 
we have by request somebody speaking today who um, I would say is a very, very, very good mother. She did a very good job raising her youngest son, which by the way is her only son, and that son is me. My mom is going to be giving the message today. She's going to be speaking encouragement and talking to you moms. Because again, we want to say thank you for doing what you do. So if you would, would you take a moment and pray with me as we pray for my mom? Father, I thank you for my mom. I thank you for a day that we get to celebrate just her. Father, I pray that you will be with her as she speaks today. Father, give her a, a, a calm spirit. Give her a spirit that, that you are speaking through. Let the Holy Spirit reign supreme in her father as she speaks. We thank you for her, Father. And we pray that, Father, our ears will be open to what you have for us today. We love you and praise you. In that name we pray. Amen. And with no further ado, my mom, Jolene Middleton. Is this the little girl I carry? Is this the little boy at play? I don't remember growing older When did they She gets to be a beauty. When did he grow to be so tall? Wasn't it yesterday that they?
2016, I'd just give you a quick snippet into his life. The only trait that Aaron got from me is his blonde hair. Well, now gray hair, and for him, no hair. <clears throat> but short of that, I credit or blame everything on his father. You'll soon see that I, his speaking and it, pre preaching ability certainly didn't come from me. Being sitting here in front of you, or in front of the camera as the case may be, um, I is so far out of my comfort zone, but then Aaron has always had the ability to push me way beyond my, my limits. You'll also notice that I'll be sitting in one spot. There'll be no pacing back and forth, no constantly moving. Yeah, that so much didn't come from me either. Before I go on with my message, I'd like to have my daughter Heather come and pray for me. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this beautiful day, and I pray that you'll be with Mom and give her a peace calm her nerves and just speak through her. I just pray that everybody who is listening will hear what you have to say. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you. I'm going to start by reading Proverbs 31, uh, starting at verse 10. A wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence her in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects gold and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while, she is, while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servant. She considers a field and buys it. <clears throat> Out of her savings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds a distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine purple and fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, for he takes a seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and, the, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. As I sit here in the midst of the coronavirus under a shelter in place for two weeks, which is now turned into six weeks. And as I understand here in Oregon, um, by next week we'll have, we'll be in the soft opening of phase one. I'm looking forward to being able to get out of my house a little bit more. 
Anyway, I was asking the Lord to give me thoughts and words that he would have me share with you. And my man, mind began to wander down this rabbit trail thinking, why even bother? It's not going to happen anyway. You need to understand that I'm not of the generation that whose first thought goes to technology and that there's always a backup plan. Then I thought, my thoughts turned to how blessed I am that God thought enough of me, if you will, trusted me enough to be the, have the awesome privilege of being a mother. Yes, I admit, there are times over the years of raising the kids that in certain moments I really didn't feel it was a privilege, nor did I feel worthy of being a mother. Back in the day when my gray hair started appearing, I'm pretty sure I could account every one of them to Aaron. My childhood dream was to be a mommy and couldn't wait for that day to come. And nearly 50 years later, I can tell you that my greatest earthly blessings have been my husband. And just in case you're wondering, no, he couldn't stand or sit still for very long either. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He was my best friend, my rock, my greatest supporter, a great example of how to live life to the fullest. He was an awesome father, a great man of God, our family spiritual leader, and a friend of all. He was well known for his constant big smile. Second to him comes the gift of our two children, Heather and Aaron. Such, such different personalities, different interests. Well, except for when it comes to the Oregon Ducks, and we're pretty much all on that same page. But as different as they are, yet they are each in their own right a blessing, a huge blessing. And I'd be falling short if I failed to mention the greatest gift that they have they have given me are my four granddaughters beautiful inside and out. They never fail to make me smile when I hear grandma. <clears throat> I loved it when they first learned to talk, being called Grandma Middletoe by one and Grandma Tootleton by another. And now as all grown to young women, my heart still melts to pick up the phone and hear, hi grandma. I wish that I could tell you that over the years, Proverbs 31 was always forefront in my mind it was, it was my goal, it was my standard to live by, but who among us haven't fallen short of our goals at times? However, we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and start all over again. I'm so thankful for a God of love, forgiveness, second chances, and sometimes arms to pick us up and carry us through the tough times. Some years ago, I came across this little story written by John Gilbert. I found it to be such a great description of what it means to be a mother. The young boy came up to his, his mother in the kitchen one evening while she was fixing dinner, and he handed her a piece of paper that he had been writing on, and his mom dried her hands on her apron, and then she read what he had written. For cutting the grass, $5. For cleaning my room this week, $1. For going to the store for you, $0.50. Cents. 
for babysitting my kid brother while you went shopping, 25 cents. Taking out the garbage, $1. For getting a good report card, $5. For cleaning and raking the yard, $2. Total owed, $14.75. You probably noticed from the prices that this is, it was written several years ago. Well, his mother looked at him standing there and he could see the memories flashing through her mind. She picked up the pen, turned over the paper that he had written on and wrote, for the nine months I carried you while you were growing inside, no charge. For the nights I sat, I sat up with you, doctored and prayed for you, no charge. For all the trying times, all the tears that you've caused through the years, no charge. For all the nights that were filled with dread and for worries, I knew ahead, no charge. For the toys, food, clothes, and even wiping your nose, no charge. When you add it all up, son, the cost of my love for you is no charge. When he had finished reading this, what his mother had written, there were big tears in his eyes. He looked straight up at his mother and said, Mom, I sure do love you. Then he took the pen and in great big letters he wrote, paid in full. Now, let's just be realistic. If that young boy had been Aaron, once he read what I had written, he would have walked away with the paper in hand and a big grin, off to see what what he could dream up next. And trust me, that big grin got him out of more trouble than I even care to think about. He made it really hard to keep that serious, firm, mother kind of look. I can still hear him say, I see that mile on your face, mommy. As I think of my own mother who passed away 15 years ago at the young age of 94, I think of the impact that she had on my life. I'm so very thankful that I had the opportunity of having her live with me and being able to care for her for six years. As her dementia progressed, I had to give in to the doctor's strong command that she be put in a care facility. So she spent two and a, her last two and a half years in adult foster care. My parents had me in church from the very first Sunday that I was out of the hospital after my birth. And I've missed very few Sundays since then. God ha was a strong presence in our home, and for that I'm so thankful. Mom and Dad taught me a very strong work ethic. Mom always worked very hard, oftentimes at menial jobs, to help support and <clears throat> help Dad provide and support for us as a family. She believed that in everything she did, it was worth doing to the best of her ability. I have to admit, as hard as she did to try to teach me that, if it's worth doing at all, well, you know the rest of that line. I, I really tried. I, thought, I tried to do what she had taught me, but I'd start out on a job and I would be working just fine, and then a mistake would happen. And I'd think, oh, 
I need to start over. I need to correct that. And then I would just shrug my shoulders and say, ah, oh, that's good enough. That's not one of my prouder traits. I miss my mother a lot, but again, I'm so thankful for the impact that she had on my life. As I think back through the years of being a mother, my mind is flooded with all the good memories and stories that the kids have provided me. Yes, there were many trials and discouraging times, but just as God has promised us, those are the times that strengthen us and make us grow. Those aren't the times I quickly recall, but it's the fun times, the proud times, the warm, fuzzy times. It's watching the color guard competitions, the home runs, the school and church plays. It's the family camping trips, the family outings. It's getting the homemade cards and hugs and kisses and being told, I love you, mommy. It's the proud moments of graduations, marriages. It's a wonderful blessing of seeing my kids as adults, having developed their own relationship with the Lord and watching them as they raised their daughters in Christian homes. And now as young adults, they also have developed their own relationship with God. I'm so thankful for having had the privilege, the responsibility and privilege of praying for each of my kids and granddaughters throughout their lives. We dedicated each of the kids to the Lord at very young, as they were very young infants. And from the beginning, their father and I prayed that they would come to accept the Lord as their very own friend and savior. We prayed for a hedge of protection around them to keep them safe. We prayed for their life's mate, that they would find the right one and that they too might know and love the Lord. We constantly prayed for wisdom and guidance in raising them. I think this Irma Brombeck story best describes what a mother is, why God made mothers. By the time the Lord made mothers, he was in his sixth day of working overtime. An angel appeared and said, why are you spending so much time on this one? And the Lord answered and said, have you seen the spec sheet on her? She has to be completely washable, but not plastic have 200 movable parts, all replaceable, run on black coffee and leftovers, have a lap that can hold three children at one time and disappears when she stands up and has six pairs of hands. The angel was astounded at the requirements for this. Six pairs of hands? No way, the angel said. The Lord replied, oh, it's not the hands that were the problem. It's the three pairs of eyes that mothers must have. And that's just in the standard model, the angel asked. The Lord nodded in agreement. Yep, one pair of eyes are to see through the closed doors as she asks the children what they are doing, even though she already knows. Another pair in the back of her head are to see what she needs to know, even though no one thinks she can. And the third pair are here in the front of her head they are for looking at an errant child and saying that she understands and loves him or her even without asking, without saying a word. The angel tried to stop the Lord. This is too much work for one day. Wait until tomorrow to finish. 
Oh, but I can't, the Lord protested. I'm so close to finishing this creation that is so close to my heart. She already heals herself when she's sick and can feed a family of six on a pound of hamburger and get a nine-year-old to stand in the shower. The angel moved closer and touched the woman. But you have made her so soft, Lord. She is soft, the Lord agreed. But I have also made her tough. You have no idea what she can endure and, or accomplish. Will she be able to think, asked the angel. The Lord replied, not only will she be able to think, she'll be able to reason and to negotiate. The angel then noticed something and reached out and touched the woman's cheek. Oops, it looks like you have a leak in this, in this model. I told you you were trying to put too much into this one. That's not a leak, the Lord objected. That's a tear. What's the tear for, the angel asked. The Lord said the tear is her way of expressing her joy, her sorrow, her fear, her disappointment, her pain, her loneliness, her grief, and her pride. The angel was impressed. You are a genius, Lord. You thought of everything. Her mothers are truly amazing. God really did do a wonderful job when he made mothers in the team. I know there are some ladies here that aren't, that aren't married or don't have children, but we have all had or have a mother in our life. And many of you had a great influence on children that have been a part of your life in some way. I want to thank, I want to think of the scripture that I read at the beginning. I want to read from Proverbs 30, Proverbs, I want to read verses 15, 31 from Proverbs 31 again. And this is from the message version. Her clothes are well made and elegant, and she always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say, and she always says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you have, have outclassed them all. Charm can be misled and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is a woman who lives in the fear of God. Give her everything she deserves. These are great achievements for each and every one of us as women to strive for. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each lady here. I just pray that they might be aware of the impact they have on lives all around them, be it husband, children, friends, or strangers. May she think on these words from Proverbs, that she might face tomorrow with a smile when she speaks, and that it will be something of worth and spoken with kindness, that she might have a caring, live a caring, productive life. And most of all, Lord, I pray that each one of us will live in the fear of God. Father, we love you and praise you for our mothers today. Bless them as they carry, carry out their greatest responsibility. We ask all these things in your name and give you the praise. Amen. On just a personal note, I'd like to thank you, River Rock Church of the Nazarene, for the loving and caring uh, 
of Aaron's death, Kelsey and Sarah, that you do. I know they feel so uh, such love, and as I, a mother, feel so thankful, thankful and blessed in knowing that they have a church family that love and provide for them in such a loving, caring way. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Can I just take one moment before we're done and, and pray for all you moms out there? Father, I thank you. I thank you for these mothers. I thank you for what they mean to us. Father, I thank you for putting them in our lives. We are asking, Father, that you bless them, that today they realize how much they mean to us. We thank you for you, Father. We pray that, that each one of these mothers will continue to do with us, no matter the age of their children, they will continue to hand them back over to you and let you, Father, work in our lives. We love you and we praise you. Thank you for our moms. In thy name we pray. Amen. Hey, real fast before we go, I want to say it one last time. Next Sunday morning, May 17th, we will be meeting here at the church outside. Tuesday, I will be sending out the logistics and sending out the last info that you need to know. But grab your lawn chair, grab your coffee, grab your family. Next Sunday morning, here at the church, outside, we will be having service. Be looking on Tuesday for the information. Have a great week. Take mom out and celebrate her today. Again, moms, we love you. Have a great day.